Welcome to the Divine Feminine Podcast, where I am your host, Priestess Hanira Abunu. Here I support women in learning and applying the Divine Feminine principles into their lives. We talk about lifestyle, family, culture, and spirituality, all from a traditional African perspective. Welcome to the safe space. Welcome, ladies, come on in. This is the Divine Feminine Podcast. We're at episode 42, ladies. How are you doing out there? It's me, your host, your humble servant, Priestess Anira Bunu, here with another episode. We're going to go deep. We kind of went deep. At least I did. I went deep last episode. What did y'all think? Episode 41? Uh, peaks and valleys is what we called it it was um me going over uh how i started my entrepreneurial journey and the reason my entrepreneurial journey is so say applicable to us as women as divine feminine beings is because we call it entrepreneurial, right? But it's really divine. It's it's really... Because what are you doing as an entrepreneur? You're taking your gifts, your talents, your services. You're, you're taking what's inside of you and offering it to the world. Yeah, to feed yourself, but really to get your gift out into the world. And you're in in doing that, right? And so in 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 giving the world your gift, you are really like highlighting your bloodline and your ancestry and who you are as a being. That's powerful. We say entrepreneurial, we say businesswoman, we say all of these things, but there's a spiritual context to this. What does this mean spiritually? And so, you know, I shared last week how I started my entrepreneurial journey because, you know, it's in alignment with your spiritual journey. It should be. You know, they're two separate, but depending on how your ancestors are pushing you, depending on your call, a lot of times they happen together simultaneously. And so we have to be aware of that. We have to be aware of that. And we have to move in that energy. Am I saying, now let me clarify. Am I saying that, you know, you, you can't be a spiritual person an enlightened person, a gifted person walking in your calling if you're working for someone. I'm not saying that. There's many of us, you know, who are kind of trapped right now. And I get that. And some of us don't even know we're trapped. We're happy where we are. <laughs> you know, we're, we're happy where we are. Um, working in corporate America, working for the government, working in our different places, and and in this day and age, with the shift happening, with with um, the unveiling uh, going the way it is, that's dangerous. Okay, that's that's a very dangerous mentality. But as you begin to wake up, as you begin to realize, you know. Uh, the system that we've been putting all of our faith in is revealing and crumbling on itself. As you as you realize that, you know you're gonna want to run for safety because it's like, well, what do I put my safe? What do I put my trust in? You know. And so, when you come to that awareness and that awakening, some of you are gonna move naturally away from your jobs 
right? Now, am I saying quit, quit your job? Every job needs to be quit and you need to be an entrepreneur. And if you're not working for yourself, then, you know, you're not a spiritual person. No, I'm not saying that either. I was having a conversation with someone and we were uh, talking and, and that person, they, they asked me, they said, well, what do you think about me, you know, doing uh, this particular situation, this job? And I said, you know what? Look at it because this is what you want to do. Look at taking this job as like a paid internship, right? Because you're learning what you want to do. This is something that is your natural gift and talent. And you have an opportunity to learn how to be better. Now, if we take that mentality when we're going into the job force, then that's different than you not knowing what you're going to express or not knowing what gift or talent you have, not knowing what you want to offer to the world and just going somewhere for a paycheck. It's totally different than that. right? If you're taking a job for the purpose of learning, for the purpose of um, gaining knowledge, education, experience, network, so that you can then take that experience and move on for yourself. That's what you should do. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm actually offering through uh, my business right now for chefs that come work with me, right? You guys heard in the last podcast that, you know, I started cooking and, and cooking is where I took off. Yeah, I have restaurants and, and that's like my foundation. That's where I, you know, make money. And I'm actually running a program where if I have a chef that works for me for two years, I'll open them up a restaurant. Do you see the difference? I'm not trying to suck the life out of any human being and, and, and not give them a pension and not give them any benefits and, and just usurp their life force. <laughs> right? That's what the government does. That's what these corporations do. That's not what... We sh- as human beings should be doing but if it is your passion to do something and you've identified this is what gives me great pleasure and great joy my father did this my gran- gra- great grandfather did this my mother was good at this I'm naturally good at this and I want to offer this service to the world and you want to gain knowledge you know experience take that job and know that's what you're doing it totally different so I'm not saying you know we shouldn't have jobs during this time if you listen to the last podcast Peaks and Valley what I really wanted you guys to get from that is a couple things the first thing you need to set your non-negotiables you need to what do I mean by non-negotiables you know, in, in, in spirituality, we talk about taboos, right? So that's one thing. And I'm, I'm debating, should I, should I go further or should I just break and kind of, because you know we do the recap and we do all that. I'm trying to figure out which way I should go with you guys. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay. So from last episode, what I really want you to get is the non-negotiable. And that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about in this episode. Right? And so I'll go into detail later about non-negotiable. But thinking about last episode, how does last episode where I went over how I started my entrepreneurial journey. How does that apply to now? How is that applicable now? I'm hoping that it helps you out there. You know, because I see some similarities. And I brought it up in last episode, right? Yeah, when I had my my time I, you know, I had my unemployment and I had this lawsuit settlement. And so what do we have now? 
We have unemployment. We have stimulus. We have rent forgiveness. We, we have, you know, all of these government programs. But one thing I also knew, and I didn't say this in last episode, it was kind of like unsaid. One thing I knew in the back of my mind is that this money is going to run out. And when it runs out, how am I going to survive? And for those of you, right, we're present day. This is 2021. Right? We're in the summer of 2021. We're just getting our whatever unth, <laughs> unth degree of, of uh, stimulus deposits, right? The, the, the most recent stimulus, the stimulus deposit just went through, right? Pacifier money as I like to call it, all right, keeps us pacified. But what happens when it runs out? What are we going to do? You know, some of us have started our businesses. We started thinking, getting in survival mode. Nature is calling for you to get into survival mode. Do you see that? To have that honest conversation with yourself. Like I had to do. I had to have an honest conversation with myself and see what am I good at. And of all the things I was good at, what was in my values, morals? What could I do? And not give up my virtue so to speak because there's a lot of things we can do but it's when we go through our list and have that honest conversation with ourselves we need to also have the honest conversation about what we won't do so we know what we can do right we'll have that honest conversation when I had my honest conversation there was four things on my list. When you have your honest conversation with yourself, you may have six things on your list. You may have two things on your list that you can do in order to give back to this world, in order to survive. But while you're doing that list, beloved, and this is, you know, again, like I said, I wanted to talk about in this episode. While you're doing, having that honest conversation with yourself about the things you can do, you need to have an honest conversation with yourself about things that you won't do. Things that under no circumstances will you do. Right? And sometimes as a people, especially in this society, we have... Um, we don't have that conversation enough. We say, oh, well, my back was up against the wall. Oh, I had to. Oh, well, we make excuses for corruption. But during this time, we can't do that. We have to stay honest. We have to decide where we stand in our pursuit of enlightenment, where our values are. And I think in the in last episode, I kept saying, hold the line, hold the line. And for those of you who don't know what I mean, it's like when you stand firm and you don't move, you don't budge on your decision. You cannot be swayed to the left, to the right, to the front, to the back. You stand firm. That's what I mean when I say hold the line, okay? And so we need to have that conversation because survival, nature right now, returning to nature, looking to nature. In order to thrive during this time, we also need to realign our value system and be honest. 
and say, this is the type of person I'm going to be. Because you know what it comes down to. You know? It comes down to a, a war between good and evil. And good is everything that's natural. Everything that the divine has given us. Evil is everything else that's against nature. And so when we have to, and we could debate that. It's not really up for debate, especially not not on my podcast. <laughs> it may be up for debate in, in your world. But here on the Divine Feminine Podcast, where we, you know, this is a spiritual space. Aligning with good, aligning with nature, with the universal principles of this earth. That is what is good. And everything that goes against nature and the divinities. And we've talked about this. That the divine is in everything. It's in the air. It's in the plants. It's different aspects of God that rules over everything. And those different aspects have a name. And you can specifically call that name when you're speaking to that particular aspect of creation or of God's creation. Right? It's the science of existence. And so anything that goes against the science of nature is on some degree of evil. (laughs) And so that is the bigger scope. And so when you're doing your list of things that you can offer to this world to survive, because we're faced with that now. We're faced with having to re Uh, redesign ourselves you need to also do a second list a list of things you will absolutely under no circumstances do and that list should be a lot longer than your list of things that you can do and that's where we get into the taboo and taboos are do you know why taboos are so important right we have to realize that life will challenge us and present us with circumstances and if we do not um, say uh, know who we are and what we will and won't do then we can be led anywhere and that's part of how we got here us making a choice go against nature for survival that was the choice our ancestors had to make many of us who are descendants of enslaved Africans in order to survive they had to choose not to speak their language our our native language because they were threatened death They were threatened to be killed if they spoke tree, if they spoke spoke Yoruba, if they spoke their traditional indigenous language, if they continued with their plant medicine, 
right? You guys know this. If you don't know this, there's too much education out there for you to not educate yourselves and know, right? Look up uh, Professor James Smalls. Look up Dr. John Henry Clark. Look up Dr. Kaba. Look up uh, uh, Professor Professor Griff. <laughs> I have to bring it to modern times. Fight the power, <laughs> you know. Um, look up the ISIS papers. There's so many. There's so many educators out there that have been sounding the alarms before I got here. So educate yourself. On what our ancestors went through. But now, we don't have that same issue. <clears throat> We're not there's no barrel of a gun. There's no whip. There's no none of no chains. Not physically. And we're still choosing not to return back to our natural state. And so you know what's happening. Nature is forcing us to do that. And when you're comfortable, the only thing that will move you is forced change. And nature is forcing us to change right now we have a virus that's forcing us to get healthy you get healthy or you die this is what nature is telling us yeah straight like that all of these pre-existing conditions that we have because of the things that we put in our mouths why you know as a people we have to suffer. We suffer at the hand of the society a lot, and I understand. I'm one of those people. I know what we have to go through. And sometimes we find comfort in food. That's why we call it comfort food. <laughs> but now nature is saying no more. We can't do that anymore. We can't lick our wounds and cover them up in, you know, unhealthy eating behaviors. We have to be healthy. And that's what essentially what's going on. A lot of the people who passed away for COVID that are having severe, severe challenges with the virus are because of pre-existing conditions. Yeah. It makes you take a look and see how healthy am I? How, how in alignment with nature am I? And there's going to be more that's coming. We talked about the, the vaccine. How you have to make a choice. The underlying issue is your non-negotiable. That's what I'm getting you to think, to look at. What are the things that you under no circumstances will do? Because once you have that list, the path is clear. The path is clear. Once you have that list, everything else you're able to do as long as you can hold on to your non-negotiables. If you guys listened to the last podcast, there were a couple non-negotiables that I, I gave you of mine, right? And I'm not saying these have to be yours, but if you listen to the story that I gave you, that was like one of the underlined themes that helped me get through. There were I refused to go back to corporate America. Why? Because I wanted to be there for my children. And let me tell you something, ladies. When I made that choice, I had no idea 
that I was aligning with nature in that choice. But my choice was aligned with the natural design. And so when I aligned with nature and made the choice to do what was right and get into the correct order of existence, because I was standing on that, my ancestors, the energies that are with me, had to help me. Had to. Because I was standing on what was right. That list of non-negotiables has to be in alignment with nature for you to be able to demand for existence to help you. I had no idea at the time. Why do I say I had no idea? I hadn't really, I hadn't started my spiritual path. I had not started my spiritual enlightenment at all. My entrepreneurship came before my spiritual enlightenment. So I was just living life. And you know how this world is in the West. They'll employ a black woman before a black man. So I was never unemployed. There was always a spot for me in this system. And looking back on it, who raised my children? At that time I had fortune. Who raised my children? The school system, the daycare system, The TV propaganda system. I didn't raise them. And that's a lot of our stories. But when we make the decision to say, I'm going to take care of my family and I'm going to be there. And I'm not going back to your job. I'm not going back to any job that takes me away from my children because this is my first priority. Everything in existence has to open up for us. But we have to stand firm. We have to put it on our list of non-negotiables. Put it on our taboo list under no circumstances. Will I not be able to take care of my children at home? Right? Whatever service or job or business I open, I all I need to be there for my children. What was another what's another example? Right? And you decide I'm not gonna put anything unnatural in my body. If this virus, all we need is to have a healthy immune system, then I just need to have a healthy immune system. And I need to commit. So your non-negotiable becomes being healthy. Your non-negotiable becomes not putting any unnatural ingredients into your body be holistic to live a holistic life that's the that's a, the non-negotiable and so with that being the non-negotiable then there's things you won't do of course I'm not taking the vaccine it's not natural that goes against my non-negotiable and I'm not doing it for my children either you see how this goes So, I, no, I'm not going to take your job if that's what you require. And so we have to be prepared for life to shift and to look differently 
And that's where people are struggling these days. That's where I see and I'm having to counsel people and help work them through their choices. Because, you know, we think we can make these choices and, you know, life will, you know, open itself and just be um, the alignment will happen uh, simultaneously, instantly. <laughs> like the Red Sea will just part and, and, you know, everything I need will just fall out of the sky. No. It's going to be turbulent. And I need you to know that. And you're going to have to make some changes. Your life will humble you. And that humbling is a test to see how, how, um, not convicted, but how committed you are to the things you absolutely under no circumstances will do. So this is important. It's important that we take a really long look at what's important to us and align with that and make sure we put our lives in order, ladies. So, looking at last episode, you know, I had to have this honest talk with myself early and stand firm. And I will tell you now, years and years and years later, I still haven't worked for corporate America. I'm still at home when my kids get out of school. I'm still making sure that they have, they're not putting anything unnatural in their bodies. I'm still making sure that they're eating food that's healthy for them and they're in a healthy environment. If you guys remember, when I saw how the state of the world was happening last year, what did I do? I went to Africa. <laughs> I repatriated. Right? Because I knew I had my list of non-negotiables. I had my list of things that under no circumstances am I going to do, nor am I going to subject my family to. And there was nothing I wasn't willing to do in order to uphold what I stand for. And a lot of us don't know what we stand for. A lot of us have never sat down to really analyze what we believe, what we don't believe in, and what we stand for. And, you know, we need to do that, especially now, especially when your beliefs may be changing. Right? When you, when you say grow up one way, say spiritual or religious, I should say, not spiritual, but you grow up, say, religious, you grow up believing that the police would never harm you that they're here to protect and serve only you grow up believing that the government would never inject you with anything that will harm you and now you're starting to realize to learn about experiments like Tastiki. You start to, you know, 
see certain stories in the news that shake your beliefs. All of these are just signs that it's crumbling, it's falling. We see it unraveling. But when it falls, what's going to be left? Nature's rules. We have to go to our indigenous roots. We have to look back to the beginning. You have to go back to your roots. And so this is why this list is so important. This is why during this time when you're reinventing yourself and your beliefs, that you align them with nature. What are some of the principles of nature? What is my role as a woman? Not what the society tells us. But what am I, what should I actually be doing in order to get the support of the spirit world? Right? Because women, we're spiritual beings. And we know that we need to connect with the unseen. And so what do I need to be doing in order to make that connection strong? Because when you need to call on existence to help support you in this material world, you can only, the result in which you are helped is only as strong as your connection and your connection is based on your alignment. So ladies, it's very important for us to align with nature in order to have mm, the spiritual backing and support that we need in our everyday lives. And so we need to have this list. We need to have this support of the unseen. How do we tap into our divine feminine energy you need to have your list of forbiddens there should be things you're doing and there should be things that you're not doing okay and once you make that list once you make that list life will be a lot clearer for you and you may be saying, okay, priestess, how do I make the list? What do I do? I don't know the first thing about what I should be doing. <laughs> and I'm here for you. All right? Some of you are saying, I know, I know. I've just been trying to avoid it. I've been seeing us trying to get around it. I know what should be on the list. I just don't want to choose the right way. No, during this time, the only thing that will be supported is the right way. You don't believe me? Look at how many people are dying of heart attacks, just falling out. <laughs> you, you can't, you have to align. You have to align. Granted, you know, every death has been mandated pretty much COVID death. Right? I have friends in the medical system. They're just like, yeah, the hospitals, they got the list that the government said every every death is a COVID is ruled death by COVID. Why? What's the bigger agenda at play? You guys know. There's conspiracy theorists out there. I don't want to be that type. I know what's coming. There's more coming. But you need to begin to plan why because there's more challenges coming there's more challenges tests that are coming to see where you stand are you on the side of nature or are you not are you doing what's good 
are you not? Are you a child of light? Or are you? Are you a preserver of life? Or are you not? Eh? Man, I just gave you guys a couple quick ones to put on the list right there. I just gave you a couple quick ones right there. I will not do anything that destroys life. Nothing unnatural. And what does that mean? When you make your list, know there's going to be a shift that happens and it's going to require you to decide what's more important and it's going to cause you to prioritize some of you are already feeling it some of you have already got the notice Some of you guys get the pressure every day. I know because I talk to you. I'm here in the States and I see it. Are you vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? Are you going to get vaccinated? I'm vaccinated. Are you going to get vaccinated? (sighs) They're saying we're going to have to get vaccinated. What are you going to do? Are you going to put something unnatural in your body that's morphing your body that's killing people that's not natural you're gonna take the easy way out right this world is full of conveniences that are against nature you know the old folks like to say uh anything that's worth having is worth working for which is true you have to be okay with struggle and this world this western world is built on conveniences and and it's made the human being lazy we are lazy compared to our ancestors you know we like to say that right we like to say we built this country (laughs) man our ancestors had a, a level of grind and hustle in them that we can't even imagine most of us but you know when you start to tap into it is when you become an entrepreneur that's when you really have to tap into your inner strength your inner drive and passion Because that's where your motivation comes from. You'll be tested. Our ancestors had that naturally. That's what they used to build the country. But there's so many modern conveniences now. We never have to get to that level of enlightenment if we don't want to. And why would we want to struggle? We want to be comfortable. We want to be in our AC with our feet up and our four, five, six, seven, eight G. (laughs) Our high speed internet doing nothing. We cannot, beloved. We cannot. We have to start to draw the line. We have to start to draw the line. And I was thinking about this the other day. I was having a conversation with one of my one of my contractors, and um, he was telling me about clients of his, and I was ordering some of his uh, some of his products. He he makes uh, pastries and cakes and things like that. And he was saying he was coming out. He had a vegan line, and and he um, wanted to. He had a client and the client was uh, had a pro- 
price point that they wanted to pay, but they wanted it to be um, organic and vegan. And based on their the my contractor's client's price point, they could have one or the other, but they couldn't have both. You know, and that and that person, you know, they said they chose it to be vegan. You know, I think it was like biscuits or pie or something like that. They wanted it to be vegan over organic. And I, you know, when when it, I thought about it, like, what would, when you come down to choices, what would we choose? What would we choose? What do you stand for? Do we want things natural? Or not? Right? You know, me, I would just have to come up with the money to pay for both. <laughs> you know, if that's if that's what it called for. I would just have to do that. But if it really came down to it, what are you gonna choose? Like simple things like that, we have to decide. And choices are going to be coming more and more difficult for us. You know, that was something simple, but we have to make that make that choice. Like, what are we? What are? What? Am I am I following the bandwagon of being vegan for what reason? Because I'm against animal products or is it because my body is lactose intolerant? Is it what is it? Under what circumstances will I budge and to what degree? And here's a beautiful thing. I don't know if I shared this with you guys. I'll share it in a second. But when you make your choice and you stand on it and your choice is in alignment with nature, you have a right to demand every the support you need. Right? So what am I telling you? So for instance, for, for me, I made a... Uh, when I got called to the priesthood and I found out that this is what I had to do and this is what would give me the result, I remember saying in my initiation camp as I'm in the convent, I remember saying, if this is what you want from me, Never have me worry about money. Because if I ever have to worry about feeding my children, I'm not going to walk this path. And in last episode, what did what did I say? I think one of the things I said, what was it? What was it? I have wrote it down here. Hold on. I said, it's hard to focus on spirituality when you're hungry. (laughs) And that was just a real statement. It's hard to focus on spirituality when you're hungry. And I remember in the convent, I had that conversation with my divinities. I never want to worry about my, my stability. Because if I do, I won't be able to do honest work. That was a non-negotiable for me. I had to stand on it. And I will tell you, since I made the decision to do this work, to put my all into this work, to, to put my all into helping you, to put my all into raising your consciousness, doing your spiritual work, doing your divinations, giving you the one-on-ones, to helping you, 
We've had nothing but stability and strength and growth. Right? I do this because this is my drive. This is how, how I give back. It's satisfying for me. It's a win for nature. It's a win for the divinities. Every time a woman opens up her business and makes a decision to work for herself, every time a woman takes off her weave and wears her natural hair, every time a woman says, I'm gonna take my family back, I mended the relationship between me and my mother, priestess. I mended the relationship between me and my father, priestess. Every time I get those stories, every time I help a woman start her altar, teach her children their family tree, that's a win for traditions. That's a win for our culture. That is a win for nature. And that's what I do it for the win. <laughs> yeah. Every time I have someone say thank you for the herbs, they help me. I had COVID and I didn't have to go to the hospital. Thank that's what I do it for. And they sustain me. Me and my family's okay. We living in the same storm that you're in. I'm living the same in the same world as you. But I made a decision. I made my list. Of non-negotiable. My taboos, my things that I will never do. And that is what you need to do. I'm going to challenge you to do that. So what is a taboo? A taboo is a social or religious custom prohibiting or forbidding discussing of a particular practice or forbidding association with a particular person, place, or thing. As a taboo, it's a forbidden. A particular practice that is forbidden. So what is your taboo? What are your forbiddens? As we reinvent ourselves, we have to decide, right? And you guys have heard me talk about taboos before, forbiddens before, but it's always been from a spiritual context. Right? And those of you who are working with me individually, those of us who are preparing ourselves for our trip to Africa in January, January 18th to January 15th, of 2022 we're going to Benin and if you want to be a part of that trip you guys need to email me all right we're going to see all the sites in Benin we're going to go to the gate of no return we're going to go to Wida we're going to go to Port Novo we're going to go to Gunvier. all right and then for those of you who are selected for those of you who are ready I'll take you to my temple. All right, we're gonna go to the Voodoo Festival on January 10th. That happens every year all over the world. People travel to Benin to celebrate Voodoo. And so we'll be there for that. It's beautiful. It's like our Mardi Gras. <laughs> It's, it is. It's like it's like our carnival. It's it's beautiful to see the traditions 
at work at play. It's wonderful. It lasts for a couple days. And um, there's people from all over the world that fly in for that. Great networking, great social, great tourism, great food. So if you want to come January 8th to 15th, you need to message us and we can uh, start to plan that trip out. Okay. But we need to write our taboos. What is it that we won't do? That's important. If you don't know what you won't do, life could take you in so many other directions. And right now, the call is asking. Nature is requiring us to reinvent ourselves. I will be natural, healthy at all costs. What is healthy? Right? As women, we need to take back our families. I won't do anything that pulls me away from my family. And what does that look like? In order to make that happen, what does that look like? You need a support system. You need to write your list. (laughs) If you write your list out, if you need help writing your list, I'm there. But once you write your list, ask yourself, is this in alignment with nature? Is this in alignment with my core beliefs, with the person who I want to become? With what I'm striving to be. You know, some of us are uh, on our list. We may have, you know, I have to have my meditation time in I must do exercise every day these could be on my list and you build your life around it I have to work on my craft every day and you build your life around your list what is your forbiddance What are the things I I absolutely will not miss a workout day. I absolutely will not, you know, be out after dark. I absolutely will not. What? We talk about spiritual taboos. You know, as you learn more about yourself, the destiny you came with, the energy that is with you, you'll know what spiritual taboos what food or health taboos come with you but just in general there should be a list of things that you won't do so as a priest I can help give you those taboos help you discover what those are your spiritual ones as for everything else You need to do some soul searching. Okay, beloved? I hope this episode was good for you. We went over our taboos, our list. We have to make two, right? A list of things that we want to do in this world. And that might be small, but the important list is the list of forbiddens, the things that we will absolutely not do. So you guys go ahead, get your list together. I'm going to end the podcast here. Reach out to me on social media if you need help with that. I'm here for you, beloved. Until next episode, be well. To schedule a spiritual reading, life coaching session, or to order herbs and tonics, please visit our website, divinefeminine.net. If you are in search of a spiritual guide and or mentor, or if you just want to join our Divine Feminine Network, email me at divinefemininepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the Divine Feminine Podcast. Be sure to
to subscribe, share, and join in on the conversation on social media. Find us on all social media outlets at Hanera Abunu.